And hey everybody, welcome to the DS Life Podcast, episode number 44, coming to you live, recording on Saturday, May 2nd, 2009. As always, I'm your host, Lloyd Hannison, the webmaster of NewCoder.com, that's N-U-K-O-D-A.com, and joining me, and falling down, Edgar Furse. <laughs> what does it make of course, that makes sense. I'm really makes... good about this episode, not because we have a lot of great news, but just because we were having fun earlier and we're we were a... doing we were, were doing craziness. We we're having a lot of fun, and I I was saying something crazy, so you would do that little soundbite that you wanted to do, but you uh, you kind of just dropped the ball there. Well, I couldn't. Well, I couldn't hear you very well. That's why there was too yeah. much music going on. Yeah, excuses, excuses. Like always, Edgar, just making excuses. What's happening, dude? <laughs> Not much. Ah, uh, wow! I can't believe we're recording again already. This is awesome. We're gonna again get... already. Yes, yeah. yes. we only missed as a if week. we record every day. No, no, but we we missed a week, but we didn't miss two weeks. So I'm I'm kind of stoked about that. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah, you're right. We didn't miss two weeks, which is good because we almost did. We almost did. Almost did. Almost did. Yeah. So what's uh, what's been keeping you busy, my friend? Dude, the internet. The internet. a little thing called the internet. Little thing called auto auto tune the news. Auto tune, <laughs> dude. I want that plugin so bad. I I need to get it. And I'm glad you told me about the 10 day trial because now it can make things happen on Herbler. Mm-hmm. I've been looking for it for a free one mm-hmm. for like skits that we we're kind of thinking about, mm-hmm. and I couldn't find it. And I and I searched everywhere because I want a cheapy little free one. Like I don't care if it sounds great. I just want to be able to pretend. Yeah, I uh, I did some digging and some searching, and I could not find anything that was free or almost free uh, there was ways that people were doing it audit like by hand they were recording like the segments of audio and then right. like dragging up and down the pitches and it's just like wow that is insane that's dedication. Work. i'm not doing that yeah that's that's way too much work yeah so, so actually maybe we should ask the listeners that question not that any of our listeners are huge like pro tools or garage band freaks and you know know their plugins but yeah a free auto tune plugin would be really cool or something close to like you said something close to free something that i, I could use and not feel uh like i got taken advantage of when i use it for like one skit on the podcast or when we use it here i don't know we might use it here one day yeah we might we might we maybe, can do that maybe. yeah it's been uh it's been it's been busy it's been busy a lot of stuff happening I, and but not enough stuff that i'm willing to spend 130 dollars on an auto-tune plugin yeah no um but um, what I am willing to do is mm-hmm. create a Tumblr account because Tumblr is awesome. Wow. Welcome to 19... Uh, well, no, I won't say 1990. How about welcome to 2003? Well, see, the thing is I liked Tumblr, mm-hmm. but I never used it because I, I didn't have any need for it. But the fact that they have... Because I was thinking, okay, I either get WordPress or I get Tumblr. Tumblr sold me because I could do audio and pictures and a bunch of stuff through my iPhone. So I'm set. Now I'm good. Um, and doesn't look like WordPress has that, has that ability. Um, not, not that I know of anyway. Yeah, but it's really cool. The Tumblr interface on the iPhone is really neat and it updates really nicely. And the fact that I could tie it to like my Twitter, my Facebook, pretty cool. So if you guys, um, especially during the E3 timeframe, uh, I know that I think Steve, Jose and I will be there the 4th of June uh, which is like a Thursday. So you could expect like live updates on the Nerdblurb site through the Tumblr account. Um, and I'm starting to use it more. Uh, I just opened it up, opened the account up like the day before yesterday. So I'm getting used to it. It's kind of cool though. The fact that you can actually post pictures and audio and video and anything you want from your phone. Well, not video just yet, but, um, you could record like audio, which is really neat. So you could record a little soundbite and then post that. Mm-hmm. So pretty cool stuff. Um, so if you guys want, and again, Lloyd, they could both, all, they could contact both of us on Twitter, right? We're all over Twitter. Yeah, we've been. Oh, been... happy Friday! By the way, I I just looked on my Twitter accounts and then I look I saw that there are a couple people out there, um, everyone giving us positive feedback uh, about Henry Hasworth. Like I guess we well, well we reviewed Henry Hasworth the last couple episodes. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't remember her name, but she's on the Twitter and she said thank you very much for uh, yeah. giving it a positive review because she likes it. That's uh, Cabin Wood on the Twitter. Ah, okay, okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, so yeah, getting positive feedback on the Twitter accounts, yeah. and uh, so yeah, happy Friday to you. Yeah, happy Friday. Well, it's not Friday; it's Saturday now. But uh, I, I have to say, I have to give a shout out to Shorter Than on Twitter because uh, I missed it the last time, and I guess he was really upset at me. Who was Shorter Than? 
Oh, okay. Shorter than on the Twitter. But anyway, uh, you can follow us on Twitter, uh, twitter.com slash dasme, uh, and also twitter.com slash nerdblurbedgar. And you can mm-hmm. also uh, have a peek at uh, twitter.com slash podcast, which may or may not exist. Uh, not, not, uh, not that I'm giving anything away right now. <laughs> really? Yeah. Maybe. I don't know. Why don't Maybe. Why don't you check it out? I don't know. I, I, guess, don't know. I, guess I don't know. I don't know what's up there. <laughs> All right, man. Enough with your your blatant self promotion, which is getting rather uh, I don't know frequent nowadays. All right, Mister N U K O D O D O G A D O double G S N O P G dog dot com. Whatever. Uh, I'm gonna go register that domain right now because that's gonna get a lot of hits. <laughs> <laughs> it's right, catchy, man. huh? Edgar, my friend. Yes. Uh huh. What the hell have you been playing, dude? Uh, I, uh, I think I mentioned on the last, uh, couple podcasts that I was going to be getting Sean White. Uh, it was 30 bucks on Amazon, so you can't pass up an opportunity like that. And I've been noticing a lot of people having sales, so keep your eyes out because I remember we announced on one of the podcasts that Target was having like a two for buy two, get one free sale. And, uh, then, uh, you know, Amazon does their, their video game sales constantly. So Sean White was 30 bucks, picked it up, um, and, the really crappy part was that I decided to take my Wii in uh, to work the day that I got it, and it's been there since. Uh, but so I'm getting actually oddly enough, I'm getting more Wii time in, but not of the newer games that I have. <laughs> it's been more games that everyone can play. Uh, uh, I did. Oh, I don't think I mentioned this. I got Samba de Amigo. Oh yeah, you yeah, but you talked that you talked to me about that, but you haven't mentioned it on the, the podcast. Right, right. Well, so I got you, that too. About that? Well, maybe we'll save that for the Wii spot, but are you, are you digging yeah, it? Yeah, yeah. Uh, I am digging it on the easier levels. Uh, just like they say on the reviews that when you get to the hard levels, it's hard for it to pick up and keep up the speed that you have to move. Mm-hmm. So it does get frustrating. But if you stay on anything but the hard levels, you'll have so much fun. Like that's the type of thing. Like if you're playing Guitar Hero and you're on medium, but you really play Expert, it's not fun. It's way too slow and it's not really a good time. Somebody amigo, even if you're on the easier levels, it's still really fun because you just act retarded. Um, so I would totally recommend it. I got a heck of a deal where I picked it up for I think what did I pick it up for like I think I, I think I, think I almost want to say like less than twenty bucks. Yeah, I think you said fifteen dollars, and then you got yeah. a, then you got two sets of maracas for ten bucks a piece or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So um, heck of a deal, and um, I yeah, totally digging it. Um, and you could play with. The Wii motes, two Wii motes, and a nun, or uh, a Wii and a nunchuck. Uh, so yeah, look for my review on the Wii Spot podcast. Um, and then played and downloaded. Uh, well, download the demo, but played the official version of Wolverine on Ooh. the 360. How, what do you think about it? Fun. I, I, I've Fun. been thinking about picking that one up, dude. Um, so it's got it's gotten pretty me- mediocre reviews, and I haven't been reading them because I wasn't really that interested in the game in the first place. But um, we game flight it. Uh, a buddy of mine at work game flight it. And he brought it over, and then Steve, reading reviews, picked it up, and he totally digs it. Um, and uh, yeah, so it just seems like a lot of fun, and it's it's very action packed. It's, it's 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 a good time. It's a good time. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then <clears throat> Boom Blocks, of course, been playing that because I've been at work. Last but not least, since this is a DS Live podcast. Uh, I'm trying to get back into Henry Hasworth. Uh, I think last time we talked, I was uh, like a world four dash two or dash three or something. And I'm still there. Mm-hmm. That game gets ridiculously hard. Yeah. It's, uh, it, it, it basically goes up on, I don't know, a crazy level of, of a difficulty path. Like it, it starts out just ramping up slowly. And the next thing you yeah. know, it's like Mount Kilimanjaro or something. It's, yeah. It's way the hell hard. Yeah, you start feeling it like I think in the middle of World Three, and then by like the third, uh, the World Three boss. Oh man, you're just knee deep in it. Uh, and to be honest, I think it's actually killing some of the fun for me. Really? Okay. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's it, it is really, really, really difficult. I actually took a break <laughs> from World Four. I, I'm like World Four Three, I want to say, uh, and I took a break to go find some of the secret levels because um, now that you've unlocked some of the golden suit, you can get to different parts of different areas right. to get yeah. to the secret exits and mm-hmm. uh, unlocking some of the really cool secret items. But I, I'm I'm doing that because I don't really want to go back and play the rest of the world because it hurts me. It hurts a little bit. So while it lends itself really well to be a casual gaming um, uh, 
game. Like it's like the platform style and then the puzzle aspect of it. Mm-hmm. If it was simpler, mm-hmm. uh, I think we could rec- recommend it to 90% of the people that own DSs. But when you start getting to level four and, you know, it becomes really difficult. So I'm not sure if we can make that. I can, rec- I can make that recommendation full heartedly anymore. Mm-hmm. I agree. Um, I agree. You agree? Yeah, no, I agree. It's it's well, if you're someone that wants to buy a game and doesn't necessarily want to beat it to 100%, uh you just want to have a lot of fun while doing it, that this is a great game. Like the first like two worlds and most of the third world are just awesome, so much fun. Mm-hmm. Um, Absolutely. But uh, if you're somebody that has to get 100% and all the the bobbles and widgets and thingamabobs in each in each game that you buy, this one is going to have you like wanting to throw your DS. Mhm. At, mm-hmm. at parts but it's, it's still not, a, it's still a really awesome game. Like I, yeah, I, I, I still well, highly recommend it. Yeah, and it's not frustrating it's because it's horribly designed. Mm-hmm. Because you could tell that they put a lot of thought and effort into it. It's it's just really difficult. It's one of those really difficult games. And it's not like you know, Lloyd and I've talked about that when you play a game and you're frustrated because you're you maybe the game mechanic should let you do something, but it's not. Mm-hmm. It's not that type of thing. You are limited by. Well, no, actually, there's a couple times when there's way too many characters on screen and there's no way but getting hit, true, you know, true. Um, there's no extra, there's no little area that you can hold on to. And especially I notice in the puzzle world where there's different platforms, there's like three enemies, like on one little platform. I'm not supposed, I don't know how I'm supposed to hit them all and not get hit and then fall off the ledge, you know, that type of thing. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to try to get back into it and hopefully I'll get to world five by the next cast. So Awesome. What else have you been playing? You've been playing something else besides Henry Hasworth. Uh, yeah, I've been playing, like I said, a little bit of Henry Hasworth off and on. Uh, I've also well, let been... me ask you officially. Let me ask you officially. Ready? <clears throat> sure. Lloyd, mm-hmm. what have you been playing? Well, thanks for asking that, Edgar. I'd, I'd, I'd be happy to tell you what games I've been playing. Uh, besides Henry Hatsworth, which we talked about for the last five minutes, I've also been checking out a little game called Dr. Mario Express, which came out on DSiWare a couple weeks ago. We'll talk about that in a little bit. But if you like Dr. Mario, if or is it Mario? Am I saying it wrong? Uh, no, you're right. It's, it's Mario. You're Mario. good. Okay. If you like Mario, Dr. Mario, that's the matching little uh, viruses with pills. Uh, you could even pretend they're swine flu uh, bugs and, and get rid of them all. Um, <laughs> this is so much fun. It's $5. It's back to the original Dr. Mario. It doesn't have like any of the crazy special modes. It's not like the one that came out on WiiWare that had like a mode that you had to use like the Wiimote pointer for. It's just like the original, original game that came out on the Game Boy, like black right. and white Game Boy. So uh, definitely worth the five bucks to me. But I'll, we'll talk about that a little bit in in uh, DSi when we talk about the DSi word that's been coming out. Other than that, pretty much all I've been playing is um, iPhone stuff, um, a, a project <laughs> I was working on for a long time. Finally just went live this week. But before then, I was pretty much just playing like five minutes here, five minutes there of iPhone games while waiting for things to happen on servers and, and stuff like that. Uh, but on the iPhone, I've been checking out some really awesome games like Defend Your Castle. Uh, that was a WiiWare um, title on the Wii. Uh, iPhone version came out. It's on sale for 99 cents now. And it is exactly like the $5 WiiWare version. It's so much fun. Uh, Siberian Strike is a shooter. I've been playing a lot of that. That one just came out this week. Uh, playing Wolfenstein 3D. Um, so a whole bunch of just like little iPhone games and spending my time doing it that way. Uh, even cooler, there's this game that came out on the iPhone called uh, Flower Garden, which is basically just a place where you go and you uh, you plant seeds, you water the flowers, and, and you and you grow flowers. You can only grow a certain amount. Uh, they grow a certain amount each day, et cetera, et cetera. Uh, but the developer actually gave the Touch of Gaming podcast, which is another podcast that I that I run. <coughs> their own hidden unlockable flower in the game so if you have that what? Game, yeah if you have a flower garden on, <clears throat> on your your iphone you go to the seed packets uh, you go all the way down to the bottom left hand corner where there's this little lock uh, you click that you type in uh, touch of gaming and you unlock a flower called the spring touch which is a really nice looking red flower but it has my little logo right on the seed packet what yeah so it's really awesome so i've been playing a lot of that game as well i just uh yeah it's, it's been pretty much iphone that's all i've really had time for which is a little bit unfortunate mm-hmm. but now I'm, I'm i'm part of an iphone game and i'll i'll live in perpetuity uh, on you will that's in, in people's cool. minds yeah not bad yeah pretty cool 
All right, should we get into the release of this? Yeah, let's do that. I mean, there's uh, there's nothing really super great is coming out over the next little while. Um, there's a few games that came out this week uh, that I wanted to chat about. Uh, well, one in particular. Um, there was a game called I Love Horses that came out. Now, you can pretty much guess what that is. Another, It doesn't have a Z in the title, which is kind of weird, but um, it's uh, a horse breeding, racing, loving kind of game, but not in that yep. way. Uh, there's another game called Elite Forces uh, Unit 77, which is uh, looks like a first-person shooter-ish kind of thing, kind of. I, I haven't, I've only looked at screenshots. I haven't really seen too much on that game. It doesn't really um, interest me, so I don't think I'll go too much further on that. Um, but this one actually is kind of cool. Uh, there's a game called Super Robot Tizen OG Saga Endless Frontier. It's an <laughs> RPG that's coming out, and it's the first um, Super Robot Tizen game um, that's come out on the DS, I believe. Uh, this one looks really awesome. It's it's an RPG. Um, you're in like mech suits. You fight. You shoot guns. You have swords. And there's a whole bunch of like really uh, um, let's call them gifted female avatars that bounce on screen between the the, the, the battles. So I, I think I might pick it up just for that because well I'm kind of sick in that way I guess. And that's Super <laughs> nice. Robot Tizen OG Saga Endless Frontier. Nice. <laughs> I just love saying that. That's just I know I can tell. It's I can about tell. it's about 800 characters long. It's a it's a great title. Sure to fit on the. <laughs> I don't know how they fit it on the front of the box, but or the cartridge. In fact, yeah, yeah. It's just like they. It's, it's probably just like S R T O G S E F, and you're supposed to figure. Or out they just put super dot 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 etc. Yeah, super dot 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 frontier. Yeah, <laughs> that'll do it exactly. So that's about it for for uh, for games that are coming out uh, for DSiWare. Um, we received a couple. Interesting games that have come out. Uh, of course, I talked about Dr. Mario Express came out a couple of weeks ago. It's 500 points, five bucks. And if you are interested in having a puzzle game on your DSi at all times, I highly, highly recommend this one. It's really, really good. I mean, it's basically it's it's Dr. Mario. It's the original. It's the tried and true. And it they didn't add in a whole bunch of like fancy, crazy modes just to make it suck. Um, so there you go. Dr. Mario Express, 500 points. Uh, last week, uh, we had two games come out. The first one is Clubhouse Games Express Card Classics, uh, which is 500 points. And this is basically, um, I guess, just a smaller version of the Clubhouse games that came out. So that one had like 30 games in it. And this one is just five card games. So in this one, you have, uh, what, what do you have? I'm looking at the trying to look for the games list and I don't see ah. it. Uh, there it is. Uh, you have uh, Blackjack, Draw Five Poker, um, Last Card, and Last Card Plus, which are kind of like uh, Uno um, mm. in there, and also uh, the game of President, um, where you're either the president or not. Uh, you've probably played that game. Uh, I we used to play that game and call it something else, which I don't want to say on the podcast. <laughs> um, so yeah, so five bucks gets you five games that were in uh, a, a title that came out, which you may or may not own. There's something to be said about having like the blackjack or poker on your uh, portable at all times. The problem is you can buy Clubhouse games new for nineteen ninety nine, so you can get all those games and more for four times the price, or you could buy this one for five hundred points. <coughs> nice. Oh, you okay? Excuse me. Yeah, no, I was just choking there a little bit. Uh, <laughs> and the last game that came out. Last week uh, is 200 points, so $2, and it's called Paper Airplane Chase. And this is basically the airplane flying game that was in WarioWare. So, you know, you had, had, how you're kind of floating down, and there's, like, things in your way, and you kind of have to go around all of the obstacles as you get to the bottom. Yeah. yeah. This is a full version of that game uh, for hmm. two, two bucks. So, um, apparently, there's some multiplayer modes thrown in and all this other stuff. But, uh, yeah, it's it's a paper airplane game. So um, buyer beware if you're looking for something a little bit different. This is pretty much just a 2D paper airplane falling from the top of the screen, trying to get as low as you can go to score high score points. And kind of uh, weak. Continue. Yeah, yeah, kind of weak, definitely. <laughs> and that's about it for, for DSiWare. I, I don't know. Do you want to chat a little bit about DSiWare? Like, why are every single game on the on the system right now pretty much a Nintendo game? Yeah, I don't I don't see why that's happening. I mean, especially like with all the <clears throat> uh I mean, granted, whenever they release games um in Japan it takes a while for it to filter down to us, but really they should have a glutton of games ready for us um and that are a bit more solid. And yeah, we're not seeing any third-party games yet. Mhm. 
at all no i'm I'm really looking forward to because there was a couple games that were announced that were going to be like pretty much launch titles there was like that pop plus uh which is a game that came out on WiiWare, came out on iphone and they're going to make a dsi version uh then there's also a game uh i think it's called like flip champs pro or something which was kind of like an action puzzler kind of game and they remember that one um and they were both talked about being like pretty much launch titles and they're not on the system and you know that that other developers are working on it um based on like the the nintendo conference in japan that happened a little while ago there was a lot of like big name developers that were really hyped for it as well and we're Mm. we're just not seeing it i mean we're seeing nintendo titles primarily yeah so far the dsiware channel has been kind of ho-hum yeah i'm that was the one thing that made me super hyped about the dsi and i gotta admit I'm i'm a little bit disappointed yeah Hopefully they pick up the pace, but mm-hmm. yeah, right now it's just kind of meh. meh, meh, meh. All right, dude, let's get into some news. DS news. Alrighty, so let's get into this. So, uh, the, the DSI, you, you might have heard about it. <laughs> it. It came out a little while ago. We were just talking about it. Well, in its launch month, um, <clears throat> Nintendo was announcing that the DSI a DS that's like $200 in Canada and it's like $170 in the US um, which is a lot more than the 129 version of the DS Lite which has been out for a while of course it adds a couple things like a couple cameras and, and Wi-Fi modes and all this other stuff but they 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 sold a lot uh, they sold according to Nintendo 435,000 units in its mm-hmm. launch month yeah which is I don't know. To me, that is a little bit insane. Um, in the same amount of time that the Nintendo DS Lite was on the market, so the DS Fat came out, and then they they launched they launched the DS Lite, which was like crazy. People loved it. It was a super awesome form factor. They only sold two hundred twenty six thousand units in the same amount of time. So this one's selling wow. almost twice as much. Wow, that's pretty impressive. So now, do you think these numbers are going to stick, or do you think these numbers are going to trail off? Yeah, you know, I think that these numbers are pretty much going to stick. I mean, they're not going to be four hundred thousand units a month, but right, I think right. the DS was selling like almost a million units a month uh, for, for worldwide, a while. right? Like it was yeah. like I think in like the NPD numbers, it was like something like six six between six hundred thousand and eight hundred thousand every month. Like it would kind of go up and down for the last little mm-hmm. while. I, I think what you're going to see is those numbers will stay pretty much the same because the NPD has announced that it's not splitting up its numbers for DSi or DS Lite or DS fat so anytime oh, interesting. You, anytime you buy a ds in north america it counts as one in the npd numbers so i think you'll see the numbers stay close to the same um and then of course nintendo uh every month that they come out after the npd numbers come out and gloat about how well they did they'll say that 75 uh, percent of the systems we sold were dsi and it proves that mm-hmm. our vision for a connected future is true or whatever they want to do um so yeah i i think i think the dsi is still going to sell Probably not yeah. as much as the light or the fat, but it's still going to sell. So you think it's going to be 75, 25? Yeah. Well, I don't know. It's going to be more than 50, 50. I'm pretty sure because there's just so much added in the DSI where if you're a new buyer looking for a system or if you're replacing, uh, like say if you have a DS fat currently, I get a lot of emails with, from people that say, I have a DS fat. Should I upgrade to the DSI? It's oh, like, man. it's like, dude do it the screens are so much better so much brighter you're just going to enjoy your games that much more yeah that's actually a no-brainer yeah so so you're probably seeing a lot a lot of the numbers are people that are first-time buyers people that are looking to upgrade to get dsi where functionality um, but it's also going to be a lot of people that had a ds fat that never bought the ds Lite, which are deciding like five years later to finally upgrade their ds and get a new version and they're just buying the latest and greatest that's available yeah. Uh, by the way, like uh, a bunch of cases were released recently for the DSi. Mm-hmm. Uh, finally, a lot of the, the Japanese only cases. Did you get the one that um, you were looking at? I got a Hori, uh, uh, one uh, a Hori case from Japan, mm-hmm. uh, and it works pretty well off of Amazon. Um, I like, I dig it a lot. Um, but yeah, there's you, you start seeing this influx of uh, of new new uh, of new cases and new accessories for it. So keep an eye out because if you have a DSi, I know that the pickets were kind of slim. As far as like what you could get, but now uh, it, it, this stuff's coming in pretty quickly. So, all right, all right guys. Well, it, pretty much, I, I guess my my final line to say is, you can pretty much say <laughs> that the DSI it rocks, it rocks, and so yeah. this is DS in general. But really? you know what? This is ridiculous. This, this next story, anyways. That was the, the video clip we were looking for earlier, and we couldn't find it. We couldn't find it. Basically, no. we were trying to imitate. Um, 
Balki Batakamus from the island of Nipos. And if you guys could guess what TV show's that from, Lloyd is going to give you something awesome. Yeah. What, what, what are you, you going to give them, Lloyd? Do Can I you think, give them something? Do I have to give Betty something special now? Yes, because he just gave it away. <laughs> uh, I'm, what am I going to give them? I'm going to give them nothing. I'm going to give them nothing. a shout out on Twitter. That's what I'm going to give them. Okay, give them a shout out on Twitter. <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, this this mother in Texas decided to get her kid uh, a DS for his birthday. Very nice thing to do, right? A regular standard DS. Mm-hmm. And uh, this kid was stoked. 16-year-old kid, right? Who, who, what 13-year-old or 16-year-old kid wouldn't be happy to get a DS for his birthday? So <clears throat> she, uh, she wraps it up, gives it to him for his birthday. He opens it up at this party and is like, what? It's full of rocks. I know that the DS rocks, but this is ridiculous, moms. And then she's like, oh, I don't know what happened. So then she, uh, she goes back to Walmart where she purchased it. And she tries to return it. Walmart won't take responsibility. She calls a Nintendo, I imagine, and then Nintendo won't take responsibility. So she's left with this box full of rocks. Um, and then eventually Walmart checked like the records of whatnot and the transaction that happened with that serial number of the DS. And they found out that it had been a returned item. So most likely mm-hmm. there was a very tricky person who bought the DS, um, took the DS out of the box, filled it with rocks, and then returned it. What? Ah. Oh. See, that's what happens when you pay people the least amount you possibly can at a store. Mm-hmm. They don't check the box to see if the actual product's in there. And when you move the box around, they don't notice that it sounds like rocks inside. No. You know, and, and that happens a lot at Walmart from what I understand. Like people will, their 360 will break. They will go buy another 360 at Walmart. They'll put their old one in it and return it. And apparently they just never check things. And and I've heard oh, stories uh, of that happening all the time, where people will buy it a, a a returned 360, and it doesn't work. It has the the, the red ring of death. And when you they call it, they call Microsoft, they find out that this is like a two and a half year old uh, 360. So oh, I, I'm sure it happens a lot. They they really got to change the way that they accept returns because that's just crazy. Yeah, yeah. So um, yeah, so keep an eye out, guys. If you are in a, are you gonna if you're gonna be buying stuff from Walmart or any other um, retailer for that matter, because mm-hmm. I think it, this happened for another system really recently. Actually, um, I think it was almost a Wii. I think it happened with the Wii as well. Yeah, <clears throat> you hear stories like really like that happening all the time. It's just it's yeah. crazy. Yeah. Well, I, I I guess what I have to say is if you are buying a, a new system and you want to make sure that this hasn't happened, you might want to wait for a new bundle to come out from Nintendo. Nice. Just, just like this new bundle that they just announced. It's the Mother's Day bundle. Um, they're releasing it as kind of like a springtime Mother's Day sorted bundle. And it's this mm-hmm. really awesome looking lime green DS, which it's a DS Lite. It's not a DSi. I really wish this color was available in the DSi because I would have traded in my blue one for this one. Because I really you wouldn't to tra- You would not have traded the blue one yes i would have you no you you would have you broke up there for a second yeah no i i love lime green and i would really prefer a lime green one than my blue <laughs> one and i really love my blue one the blue is like the best color ever for a ds um but i do this but anyway this bundle that nintendo's uh, uh releasing it's kind of like their spring special edition green nintendo ds brought out just before mother's day because it's it's a really great mother's day present and it's uh-huh. it basically it's a bundle with a lime green nintendo ds light a really girly looking uh, ds holder that has like floral pa- patterns and it has like this leather strap to uh, tie up your 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 ds holder and it comes with a copy of personal trainer cooking so that's a n- neat little bundle it is it's really nice actually for a mom i could totally imagine moms having this mm-hmm. Uh, I don't know about the lime green as far as the DS. I'm not sure if that's a very mom color, but the little floral pattern on the carrying case and it being like a little leather bound strap and stuff. It's mm-hmm. kind of cool. Yeah, it's. I mean, it's kind of springy. It's it's yeah. it's bright and, and shiny and nice looking and they won't lose it in the couch. So that that's yeah. always a good thing. Yeah, but you know what? Moms probably I'm glad they bundled that uh, the personal cooking game with uh, the Mother's Day one because mm-hmm. you know which one wouldn't go well. Uh, um, uh, something with people uh, getting shot and drug deals going down that would have been a really bad game to put into this one what, like Grand Theft Auto but oh, if that, it had been one, bundled it may help their sales a little bit because guess what they're not doing too hot wah, 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 wah. Um, alright guys so I'm sure you guys have heard the latest numbers for Grand Theft Auto only selling like 98,000 units um, for the hundreds of billions of trillions of DSs out there, or excuse me, 89,000 for the first month. 
Um, <clears throat> if you if you look at the numbers, yes, they're kind of uh, on the low end of things. Uh, and Lou and I have talked about games that don't sell all that hot at the very beginning. This is a huge budget game, though. This is what I don't understand. It's like games like uh, Henry Hasworth or games like um, or Professor Layton. Mm-hmm. don't sell all that hot at the beginning of their cycle only because there's not a lot of advertisement for them. It's not a very known franchise, very well-known franchise uh, or IP. Um, I don't know how much of an excuse Grand Theft Auto has. It's a fantastic game, the best rated game on the DS ever, pretty much. Uh, and for it only to move 89,000 units in the first, I don't know, I think it's like, if you look at the actual days it was released, I think it was maybe... Um, 11 days or something. Mm-hmm. So, because of the month of... They released on the 19th day of March. Yeah. So, and they only count till the end of March. So, obviously, it's a very short month for them. Be interested to um, see what happens in the May... Or the April NPDs when they come out to see how much that game is sold. I really hope that it picks up. Yeah. I really hope that it picks up because uh, I think we, should, we deserve a few more well-done. And it's not just the fact that it's M-rated. It's just a super well-done game. Mm-hmm. Rockstar went out of their way to make uh, a super great DS version of Grand Theft Auto. Totally. And it's just sad that if no one picks this up, they may not do this again. Um, and I know we've said that before for a few other games, but this is a big deal for a Grand Theft Auto game not to break any. And it did break some, uh, like... To not break extreme sales numbers, um, it's 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 done really well for an M-rated game. If you look at the numbers, like it's been, it's so far the second best um, M-rated game on the system as far as sales, <clears throat> and it's only been out for a couple weeks, a few weeks now. Mm-hmm. But really, come on, it's it needs to be, it needs to be purchased by a few more people. I mean the. I don't know. What do, you, what do you think about their sales numbers so far? Well, I, I, I've been thinking about this a lot. And I was actually, I wanted to, to post a blog article on on why this is happening, in my opinion, and how Nintendo could fix that for like AAA titles like this one. Mm-hmm. Um, basically, the reason why I think it's happening is that there's a lot of hardcore gamers that own a DS. I mean, that that's obvious with the, with the sales yes. numbers. But of all the populace that would own something like a homebrew cart... That allows you to potentially copy games like trivially on on the DS. Like right. it's super simple to do. Apparently, I, I would think that it's probably those same hardcore people that are pirating copies of this game. Like I'm sure if Rockstar looks at their um, Wi-Fi logs to find out how many people have submitted their stats online, it's probably a hell of a lot more than the number of games that they have sold. So you think so? You think there's actually that many people? Well, I'm thinking that are, are doing the pirated thing. Well, then. Yeah, if if only like forty thousand people buy the game, I, I'm they, there's probably many more people that have played that game. Is what I'm gonna say, um, and and that's what I think. I mean, I think I think piracy is a huge deal uh, on on a system for like a, a hardcore game. I mean, you won't you wouldn't get the same level of piracy on um, a Bratz I love Kids, horses, a dancing studio yeah. and ballerina shop. You wouldn't get as many people pirating that game as you would a Grand Theft Auto, which is like I, a game that a lot of people would like to play i agree mm-hmm. i agree to a certain extent i don't agree that their horrible sales numbers can be attributed to people pirating the game i don't think that if there was no pirating on the system whatever the numbers would be double or I, even I, I i disagree with you well we'll have to agree to disagree because i think if there was no way to pirate this version of the game there'd be a lot of people that instead of downloading it would have went out and spent their 30 dollars like they should have um, okay, we have, I think, a pretty broad base that we have in contact with. Mm-hmm. We have a lot of moms out there, a lot of kids, and yeah. a lot of hardcore, I believe. Yeah. Um, you guys, it's not like we're going to turn your name into whoever, but please, if you, I would like to get just a really quick poll of the people that own it listening to our podcast versus the people that pirated it. Mm-hmm. So if you have pirated it and didn't buy it, please let us know. And if you purchased the product, please let us know. I want to know both sides because I'm, I would love to see the stat. I, I truly, I mean, I don't see this for really, I really don't see pirating as an issue. I really don't see it as an issue where it affects this game so strongly. Um, and actually, they give, they give a point out for uh, Call of Duty. Mm-hmm. The, the DS does have really some really odd sales patterns. Mm-hmm. Um, Call, of Duty came, Call of Duty came out on the DS, right? The yep. first month, it only sold 36,000 units, which is a third, you know, a a little bit over a third of what uh, Grand Theft Auto sold. And then it went on to sell, to date, you know, half a million units. So it has this, like, it's 
the DS is really odd when it comes to sales. Like almost every game sells really well, but sometimes it takes longer than others. Well, yeah, it, it, we'll just look at things like Mario Kart and, and Super, New Super Mario Brothers, which are in the top <clears> 10 <throat> games sold in a month, and they've been out forever. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, so again, please, guys, if you, got, uh, if you are playing Grand Theft Auto on your DS, uh, whether well, you're playing it legitimately we'll, or not. Yeah, maybe we'll do this. And so you guys don't have to send us an email and get all worried about it. I'll put up a, a poll. I'll, I'll try to put up a poll on the website um, asking you whether if you've played it, did you buy it? Did you pirate it? Or have you not bought it yet? Or do you have no interest? And head on over to dslivepodcast.com and fill out the poll and let us know. Yeah, I'd be really curious to see how many people are. Uh, I mean, it's not a super expensive game, so I'm not sure what, you know, I think most people that would be buying it because uh, of all the advertisement would have bought it already. Mm-hmm. Like, again, it's not the type of game that doesn't have any visibility. Like, it had a ton of visibility, and I saw commercials for it. Yeah. So I really don't know what people would be waiting for or if there's other games that are take, occupying your time and you're waiting for it. Says, or is it the fact that it's a 40-hour game and that's kind of intimidating? Like, what, what is it? If you, if you are not buying it, even though you know it's a great game and you have purchased even the home version of it, what's stopping you from purchasing this version? Exactly. Um, so I'll continue. Like my other part of the theory um, was how Nintendo could fix this. Um, I, I've, I've read some, some forums online where people are talking about uh, copying versions of the games and then getting pissed off um, that they have to go out and buy Nintendo titles because they want to get the Nintendo points. Um, they want to be able to get their free whatever game holder or whatever. So people that have previously copied like copies of nintendo games have actually mm-hmm. gone out and bought versions of those games just to get the nintendo points so what? so why does nintendo offer big like triple a titles like grand theft auto and other titles which are like kind of a first on the system get the point or give them the ability to have people collect nintendo points with these games put in one of those nintendo uh club um, cards in inside of the game and then have you register your copy of the title that would definitely convince a lot more people to either buy it if they were kind of on the fence instead of renting it so they could get the code or people that might have been inclined to copy it they might buy a copy because they want to get their 30 points or whatever and that's another one i don't agree with that at, at all i this is i mean i don't i've never ever ever purchased a game based on whether i was going to get nintendo points or not yeah but you aren't a lot of people there's a lot of people that have like ocd collection things where they want to get all the 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 latest and greatest where they but those ocd collection those people uh are also a minority and about one percent of the entire market definitely because remember the ds is also a very casual console a very ca- a casual uh, a, a system to play games totally on. totally but you didn't let me finish like the other thing that they could do with that is uh is it basically gives them another way uh the developers another way of advertising this game whenever someone goes to club nintendo and logs in they could see that oh i can now get points for registering my copy of grand theft auto chinatown wars and they might not know about this game and they might want to look into it if they're of age and can buy mature rated games they might look into it and then continue on from there. So not only is Nintendo giving people, not only would Nintendo be giving people kind of like a, a carrot on a stick to get them to buy this game, people that were automatically just logging in as they do to check their club Nintendo points would now see that there's another game out there that they can get points for. Yeah, but I, I guess we'll agree to disagree because I don't see that the Nintendo... Um, method of advertisement is the only method of advertisement either no, i think no. I mean, there's a plenty of people out there that go on ign and mm-hmm. go to gamestop and are you know are are um uh what you would call it uh they very knowledgeable on the internet and figure out that there's other ways to get their video game news and grand theft again grand theft auto is not a game it's not a professor layton if we were talking about Pef- professor layton or Soul Bubbles or any other game like that that had no IP whatsoever and just came out of nowhere and it was a great game and we'd be talking about it. why is it not selling? Yeah, I, these are legitimate reasons. This game had a lot of of advertisement going on the week sure. before and after it was released. But, but there's also a lot of people out there that are they're they're casual, but they're older gamers. They they might not go online on websites. They might not listen to podcasts. They're probably not listening to us right now. They may not even they're, have the internet. They're they the, may well no, I wouldn't even go that far, but they're the type of people that buy a PS2 because Madden is on the PS2 and they've played Madden on the PS2 at their friend's house forever and they pretty much only own a PS2 to play Madden. At the same time they might have bought uh, a DS for their 
wife or themselves to play different games uh, or their kids. They might be going online to uh, where, where they wouldn't go to like IGN.com um, to to register Nintendo points for the kids. And all of a sudden they say they see that a Grand Theft Auto game is on the DS, something that they would never have seen because there's no on TV ads for this. The only place that you'd see these ads would be in game magazines like Enthusiast Press magazine. Grand Theft Auto? Grand Theft Auto had a ton of TV ads. I didn't see any TV commercials personally. Dude, I saw that. That's the, actually the first time I saw game, like actual gameplay uh, instead of single really? pictures, was okay. on a TV ad. Uh, maybe yeah. maybe I skip ads on my uh, PVR, so I don't, uh, I don't I don't see them. <laughs> that's the problem. You know what? It's all attributed to TiVo. <laughs> TiVo that's, ruined that's Grand Theft Auto on the DS. Yeah. And we'll leave it at that, but we still want your opinions. Yeah. We'll leave it at GTA is doing horribly because of TiVo. Mm-hmm. I, I think that's I think that's a good theory. Let's, that's legitimate. Uh, let's I like it. Let's, let's go with it. Reggie, Reggie, you're listening. <laughs> I know you are. Go after TiVo. They're they're the end of, of yeah, the Nintendo DS. But I, I don't know. Like in in reality, like if Nintendo wants to push these big AAA games, if they want these AAA games to continue to come to this DS to drive their system to a new market, um, they they got to do all that they can. They they were the first. Um, like GTA was sent out in an email from Nintendo. Like you know how Nintendo sends those monthly emails or whatever, saying, "Hey, look, Pokemon Platinum's available." They sent out yeah. something for Grand Theft Auto, which I it blew me away. I would never have thought that that would have happened. So they could go the next step and and give them like Nintendo points, so you have you could get a bonus for buying this game and being part of Nintendo Club. The Nintendo points don't have any bearing on whether you buy a game or not. No, no, I'm not saying... Well, not to you, not to you, but to a lot of people, it might, and it also, it, and also it's another... Does it to you, Lloyd? Does it matter to you? No. If you get Nintendo points or it not? It doesn't matter to me. I'm not saying for me, but I'm saying a lot of people, it might matter, and at... and and. I don't know the whole the point behind this whole argument is that it's another way of advertising a game that Nintendo wants to put a big push behind one of their main web they're one of the ways of pushing a game is to put it on their website Nintendo Club is another part of their website maybe they even have some some GTA branded items that you can trade your points in for like there's they have many different outlets that they can they can put put their their weight behind a game and and really force people to learn about it even though they might not have known it existed before. I can name probably a handful of games that don't have Nintendo points that have sold crazy amounts of Guitar Hero on the DS. Mm-hmm. No Nintendo points sold a crapload of units. Yeah, and it's not it's it's not it's a game that a lot of people know about. Grand Theft Auto is a huge or sorry, uh, Guitar Hero. Well, well, Guitar Hero is well, a huge well. thing. They have games that come out on every system. They've even had Guitar Hero games on other Nintendo platforms. This is the uh-huh. first time a Grand Theft Auto was ever on a Nintendo platform. Nintendo could have done a lot more to uh, to push behind it. We'll, we'll I dis- say it's we'll TiVo. Disagree. We'll, we'll, we'll disagree. We'll agree it's TiVo. Okay. Okay. It's TiVo. All right. Okay. Moving on. Uh, since uh, me and Edgar are going to come to blows right away. Uh, the next uh, the next story I want to talk about is uh, if you have a DS Lite still, don't get rid of it because there is a company in, in China called FabChain, which is an awesome name for a company. They're coming out with a little uh, unit called the Ranger, which is a GPS module that you can add to your DS. It's this... Uh, rechargeable battery gts thing which you slide into your gba slot and it basically gives you a a gps map uh system on your ds really cool it's uh google maps is integrated into here so you have all the maps that google maps would have will be loaded into here um they can even like do the fake 3d mode so you're you're driving down cities that have like building information on google uh which is pretty cool uh then the the other neat thing is that this device is not just for the ds because it's going to have a usb port on it as well you can connect it to your pc or mac and then use it as a a gps unit on your uh on on your desktop system so oh that's cool kind of neat uh they haven't announced any prices or when it's coming out but uh when i hear more about this i'll definitely let you guys know because yeah gps is really cool and uh, not everybody has an iPhone or or a TomTom or whatever other GPS units are out there that they might want to get something. And uh, I don't know what's better than to have it with you all the time when you're bringing your DS Lite around. But if it doesn't sell, we know it's because Nintendo doesn't offer points for it. Yes. And yeah. Edgar's a jerk. <laughs> all right, guys. Uh, something to brighten up your day a little bit since uh, Lloyd and I have been bickering for the last couple minutes. Uh, Scribblenauts is coming this fall to the Nintendo DS. It's a game that uh, it's been hyped quite a bit. A lot of people have been talking about it. Um, it is a very simple platform game. Uh, you have to collect these little starites um, um, in a level. It's basically a 2D game. 
uh, and basically you're able to draw or uh, write the name out of different objects and they appear on screen. So there's a big massive database of different items you could draw or um, or write the name of and it appears on the screen. So say you have, there's a star a starite that you have to grab from a tree and what on the on the uh, trailer it shows that the person could do it in multiple ways. He could draw a ladder to climb the tree. He could draw a football to throw the football at the tree to knock the starite down. <clears throat> or he could even draw a beaver or write beaver, and a beaver comes out and chomps the tree and falls down. Uh, Loy and I have talked about it, and they even implement uh, characteristics into each of the characters that you make appear on your screen. Like a tree can be flammable, a tree can be chopped down, uh, a tree is tall, and... Um, and I imagine um, it's. I, I think I read it has hundreds and hundreds of items that you could implement on when you're playing the level. So it has a very cool like problem solving aspect to it, but it's also where you could. It, it's probably going to have a crazy amount of replay value once you go through it. Like it'd be really cool to go through it once and then go, oh, I want to go through it and then not use the same item I used last time to beat the level and, or to grab the star items. And they're even going to encourage that because when you play through it a second time, you get bonus points for solving puzzles a different way than you did the first time. Oh, very cool. Yeah. So yeah, this is finally going to be released. Uh, there was a lot of hoopla back in, in, uh, in December, uh, and a lot of the trailers were unleashed, unleashed then. Uh, there's some, a couple of new trailers now because of this official announcement, and we could thank Warner Brothers for that. So again, look for it this fall. Uh, it's going to be pretty exciting. Mm-hmm. Awesome. You got anything to add to that one? Because I know that you were following that one pretty intently. No, so I, I just scribble knots looks really, really awesome. And they're gonna have, uh, like they said, there's gonna be a database of of thousands of units, like tens of thousands of of different items. Like they have, uh, they basically have people that the only thing that they do is classify objects. So they find <clears throat> a word in a dictionary that doesn't exist in the game, and then they give it some sort of properties. So it's it's going to be huge, huge, huge. There's going to probably be very few words that are common uh, that aren't going to be in the game. Yeah. Which is so awesome. I think Lloyd and I are pretty much drooling over this and can't wait for this to happen. Mm-hmm. I think a good... Uh, this is, by the way, this is the same people that did um, uh, Drawn to Life. Mm-hmm. So it almost seems like Drawn to Life was kind of their trial... Um, and then this is like their full blown vision of what they, what they want to do for it. Exactly. Yeah, no, it looks, looks really good. I'm really eager for this one to come up. Cool. All right, moving on. Last but not least, last but not least, it's just a quick little, uh, news item. The game boy, uh, the first game boy came out in 1989. So it is now 20 years old that the game boy has been around. Um, and who did it? I can't even remember. I think it might've been a, maybe it was a Gizmodo, image they did that yeah it was so i'm going to link to a story on gizmodo which is this huge 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 image um that you could even blow out and print as a poster if you wanted i'm sure Uh, but it basically gives the nintendo timeline uh, and game boy timeline so it starts out in 1889 when nintendo first made trading cards all the way up to now with the release of the dsi and it kind of just tells you all the different nintendo units uh that came out uh, a whole bunch of different things that were happening around the same time like uh, the the Game Gear, the uh, Atari Lynx, a uh, whole bunch of different, uh, like the Game & Watch and stuff like that, when uh, Shigeru Miyamoto was born. Uh, and it's just all this stuff on a timeline. So you can kind of get a full 20-year retrospective of what Nintendo was doing with the handheld uh, gaming scene. So very cool. check it out. We'll link to it in the show notes. I think we're about done for news. We are definitely done for news. Uh, here, uh, we, we got some, some emails, though. They're not in the show notes, but I'll read it out. Uh, <sighs> get it, we can get into that. Uh, our first uh, email is from Trevor Haxworth, and it goes, Hey, Lloyd Netger. I've been listening to the Wii Spot. For I, think that he, I think it's going to be the sequel to Henry Haxworth, actually. Tre- tre- Trevor Haxworth? Yep. Could be. Or actually, he could be the villain. He could be like the Wario to Mario. Ah, that, that would go really well. Let's send that. that in. Would. Let's send that into EA. <laughs> okay. <clears throat> okay. So he goes. I've been listening to the Wii Spot for about a year now, and I've just subscribed to the DS Life podcast because of the DSi. I don't have one yet, but that's what I'm using my tax money for. <laughs> when I got Guitar Hero DS, I thought it would have been cool if Activision NeverSoft or whoever would have included some sort of memory in the fret add-on and a way to download new tracks via downloadable content. How cool would that have been? Uh, but oh well, it didn't happen. 
that's when I heard the DSi would support SD cards, and I was excited until I saw that there was no GBA slot. So here's my question yeah. for you guys to ponder. Uh, will there even be a DSi Guitar Hero? Will it use wireless tech since it can't plug in? Will, will they make a fretboard that snaps onto something like a chopped up console guitar, uh, meaning requiring the DSi to rest on a table or held in another hand? Uh, and will it support downloads? Is any of this likely? Thank you, Redbore, and it's PS, I have a DS fat. So there's one of those guys that is buying a DSi because he didn't yeah. buy the DS Lite. So that is a segment of the population. Yeah. And he should totally get he should totally get the DSI. Totally. Um as far as like you know what I wish they did with Guitar Hero is I wish they did a peripheral a without peripheral uh gameplay. Like where you could just strum and you could uh like a hit the directional pad, it changes like the layout of it so you could actually hit the directional pad to hit different like you know when you remember that one synthesizer game? Mm-hmm. Uh or not the synthesizer game, but the um oh man, what is that? The that one simulation guitar game. Oh, I don't remember it. Yeah, I can't remember what, what it was called. But yeah, no, I know yeah, what you're talking about. Um, but yeah, something like that. I just really wish it came out with a way where, um, of course, you know, having the peripheral would be really cool to be able to hit the buttons. And But then when you're away, like when you just take the game with you and you want to battle with friends and they don't have it either, you could, you know, play this other way. I wish mm-hmm. they did that. Um, I don't think they're going to – I'm not sure how – Considering that uh, you know it sold really well on the DS, and I'm sure they want it on the DSi. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> Depending on how well the D- I think we don't know far enough with the DSi and how it's going to sell if it's actually going to branch off into its own thing, um, or Activision could very well just release keep releasing um, you know DS only Guitar Hero games. Yeah, and and they basically said that the Guitar Hero on the DS is kind of a a non official um, like. I don't know, trilogy. Uh, there's two games that are coming out or that have been out. There's one out that's coming out soon, which is like modern hits or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, and after that, they are not talking about the future. They say that they are still working on Guitar Hero games, but they're not talking about it yet. Leads me to believe that they're probably working <coughs> on something that will work with the DSi. Um, I don't know, a couple different ways that they could do it. Like you said, there could be like a separate device that can that talks via Bluetooth or wireless to the DSi. Uh, it could even be something that slides into the SD card slot. Like maybe the SD card uh, does more than what Nintendo's um, cluing us into. Like maybe yeah. it has has a way of, of transmitting data back and forth like the GBA slot does. So it could be something that will just like slap on and then have this little sd card dongle that would kind of slide in as well so mm. there's a lot of different ways and i'm sure because as edgar said earlier uh guitar hero has sold like a, a metric ton of games on the ds it probably makes sense that they're looking at ways that they can get um, a new version for the dsi exactly so lloyd it's been fun are we about done with this i think we're i think we're about done let's uh, start some music we'll see if yeah, this one works cue the music dude I said cue the music. I am cue the music. You just can't hear it. <laughs> this is a heavy metal track from uh, Henry Hatsworth. We'll nice. In the background. All right, guys. We love to hear from you. Uh, you can do it in many different ways. The first is, of course, to head on over to dslivepodcast.com. Click contact us at the top of the page and send us an email. You can email us directly at dslivepodcast at gmail.com. Or you can call our voicemail line. And, and I'm, I'm saying this basically just to make uh, Jordan Snyder on uh, Twitter happy because... He, uh, he put in our our, uh, our ending blurb that we do. He kind of typed that in as a message in Twitter. So this is for you, Jordan. And then, of course, our, our voicemail line is area code 206-326-1221. Again, ladies and gentlemen, that number is 206-326-1221. And uh, if you guys are on, on the Twitter, you can follow me. That's D- uh, it's twitter.com slash dasme. Edgar is uh, twitter.com slash Edgar. And if you're on Facebook, uh, you can become a fan of us on Facebook and chat with other <laughs> DS Life uh, listeners. Uh, you can head on over to uh, the DS Life podcast page, and there's going to be a link to our fan page on the Twitter. Nice. We right, have fans? We do have We have a couple fans. Oh, good. Like three. Awesome. Three. Sweet. Am I one of them? Uh, no. I kicked, <laughs> I kicked you off the page because you were disagreeing <laughs> with me we, earlier. We had discussion. We're, we're on the outs now. <laughs> alright man alright guys I think we're out alright take it easy and we'll talk to you guys hopefully in about a week's time talk to you soon guys later bye